podcast featuring your favorite folks from across the quiltiverse. I'm Amanda of Broadcloth Studio, and I'm joined by Anna of Wax and Wayne Studio. Hi, everyone. Wendy, the weekend quilter. Hey. And our special guest, Kiana of Collective Quilts. Hey. Now, before we jump into all the quilty fun, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. I, my name's Kiana. I am the face behind Collective Quilts. Um, I live in a small town outside of Columbus, Ohio. I started quilting about three to four years ago after my mother-in-law gifted me my very first sewing machine. Um, I have a husband. We have four kids. Um, I do work full-time as a pediatric nurse practitioner at our local children's hospital. So you're busy. I'm busy. <laughs> Sounds like you're very busy. <laughs> Extremely. <laughs> All right. So now that we know a little bit more about you, could you tell us um, the story behind your Instagram handle? Um, you know, <laughs> that's one of the hardest things for me to come up with. I I wanted to create an all-encompassing name that would allow me to share my love for quilting. And I was trying to make some little jingle like collective quilts, Kiana Richardson quilts. And it was just too long. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, you know what? We're going to go with collective quilts. It sounds good. It's short. It's sweet. It's all-encompassing. It works. <laughs> It's aged well. <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah. laughs> so could you tell us more about your quilting journey? Like how did it all start? Um, my quilt, as I said earlier, I started quilting about three to four years ago, but my Instagram quilting journey um, <laughs> started a little over a year ago. Um, I didn't really have any big goals or big dreams in mind when I um, created my Instagram page. I just wanted to share my love for quilting. Um so I never really thought in a million years that I would have um, a small but mighty following <laughs> be interviewed on a podcast. I mean, <laughs> you know, I've come across just a lot of wonderful opportunities um, and connections that I've made along the way. Um, so there's a few things in the background that I'm working on that will help to expand my little brand and hopefully continue to inspire Um quilters across the globe. <laughs> you mentioned, did you say your mother-in-law taught you yeah. how to quilt? Mm -hmm. um, had you done sewing before that or was that kind of your first? No, it was my you first. You just day. jumped right in? Just jumped right in. Um, she, she's been quilting for over 30 years and I would ask her little things here and there about quilting and sewing and such. And I started looking for a used sewing machine on like Facebook Marketplace. And she's like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so she, for my birthday, actually, she showed up with the sewing machine. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Wow. Um, so I was super appreciative of that. Um, background though, I do come from a family that sews and quilts. <laughs> it's a generation. So like my great grandmother was a quilter and sewist. Um, back then you quilted and sewed out of necessity, you know, um, 
So I have quilts that she made. They're probably, I'm 39. They're pro- they're older than I am. She died before I was born. Some of those are like 40 years old and they're all hand quilted, hand pieced. And they're just beautiful, beautiful works of art. And I would ask my mom about it and she's like, eh, I know how to sew a button. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, it just kind of skipped over. Like my great aunts, they sew, um, they quilt. So I really did come from the family. I just, no one ever taught me except for my mother-in-law. <laughs> so could you tell us a little bit about your quilting style? Um, I like modern quilts, I guess I would say modern. Um, I like color. I like neutral tones. I like traditional blocks. Um, I like negative space. (laughs) I'm still really trying to find my true style um, right now. uh, Right now, I feel like I just enjoy making quilts. And I don't know if I really want to box into one outside of being modern, like one specific style, um, which is probably why I came up with the name of Collective Quilts. (laughs) That's fair. So it's multi-layered. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so what kind of inspires you when you're thinking about sewing a quilt or designing a quilt or in general, any um, artistic endeavor? <laughs> yeah, good question. Um, I pretty much anything. Um, for me, inspiration can be found in home decor. I've looked at a rug, <laughs> been expired, inspired, um, artwork, a fabric pool, color, just anything. I can be at the store and look at tiles on the floor <laughs> in the bathroom and like, oh, yeah, that's a cool quilt pattern. <laughs> so my inspiration comes from everywhere. So you mentioned that you get, you know, inspiration from several different places. What sort of like things sort of pop out at you, especially like if you're looking at, you know, scrolling through Instagram or Pinterest? Yeah. Um, posts that use color, um, any juxtaposition of color, um, any unexpected color. I, there are some quilts that you look at and the way, depending on the color placement, you see secondary shapes with inside of the quilt or it like that. Well, if I'm scrolling, I'm like, Whoa, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, definitely color for sure. Do you have a favorite unexpected color combination? Brown. I recently did, it's not a color combo, but (laughs) (laughs) the Instagram hashtag of ombre brown. I recently made a brown quilt on my Instagram page and the color pool, the fabric pool, I didn't come up with that. I will say that I bought the pool from someone else, someone else, (laughs) but it was all brown. I'm like, what am I going to do with this quilt? And like, as I'm piecing it together and making the quilt, I'm like, I do not like this. And then (laughs) you kept kept going going, and then (laughs) it wasn't until I actually photographed it and stood back and looked at it. And I'm like, this is amazing. Like it's ombre brown. (laughs) (laughs) I think I do remember seeing that on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely have to add that on the show notes. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I think that's one of the things when you start, you know, piecing a quilt together, sometimes you're just not really sure and you kind of second guess yourself, mm-hmm. especially like with the fabrics that you've chosen. But definitely when you take a step back, see the full picture or even just add the quilting on it, it just makes a whole different, like a huge difference. I agree. I agree. And actually the the quilts that I think will get the least attention are the ones that get the most attention, at least on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) And it's usually those unexpected colors. Looking at your Instagram posts, um, it's obvious that you dedicate a lot of time um, helping the quilting community with testing patterns. Um, How did you get into that? Um, Basically, I snagged my first quilt test by just 
putting myself out there. Um, my first test with, was with uh, Julie at the Little Pine Needle. Um, she put out a call for testers and I applied and was picked. I mean, I was like super pumped, um, but really I had no idea what I was getting into. <laughs> <laughs> How many quilts had you made before that? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, leading up to that, probably six or seven quilts, even though I had been quilting for three to four years, I hadn't made very many quilts because I really didn't have a lot of time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I made like one or two quilts a year at up to that point, but I figured why not? Let's just go for it. <laughs> so with that experience, do you have any advice for people who are either trying to get into testing or who've never tested before? Sure. Yep. Um, Actually, I'm going to use the words of one of my quilty friends. She recently wrote this little tidbit in her blog. And I, I would just say there's no official test to pass. Um, there's no credentials to gain. Um, so just do it. I mean, if you see someone that you're following on Instagram and you like their work and they put out a call for testers, I would just say take the risk because in the end it pays off. Um, I wouldn't get discouraged if you don't get picked to test. Um, just continue to reach out and don't doubt yourself. That's really nice, Faith. That's, yeah. yeah. I was going to say step one, have a public account. Sure, that is true. You do need a public account. You won't get very far without that. <laughs> But I think adding on to that as well, I think just being just observant of what is actually happening as well in the quotestagram, because sometimes, you know, designers might actually just start talking about, you know, the new design coming up and, you know, just putting yourself out there and just say, hey, are you looking for testers? They might not necessarily talk about it, but, you know, they might even just agree and say, yeah, sure, I'm looking for testers or, yeah, it doesn't harm to have another extra pair of eyes to look over your work. So. I agree. I agree. And then you can, it doesn't matter your, if you're new starting off um, designer, I feel like quilt designers want that feedback from people that have never quilted before or new to quilting. Um, Cause that's pretty valuable. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I love beginner quilters as testers mm -hmm. because they ask the questions everyone else assumes and just yes, makes logic jumps that are not there. <laughs> My patterns. <laughs> So flipping the question around, do you have any advice for pattern writers um, in terms of how to make the pattern testing experience more enjoyable? Um, I would just tell pattern designers to just keep creating, keep thinking outside of the box. Um, clear, concise instructions are key. Um, communicating with your pattern testers and being open to constructive feedback, I think is, you know, it's very, very important when you're creating and designing patterns. Not that we've been um, internet stalking you at all, but uh, <laughs> we noticed that um, you and uh, a previous guest, Porphyria of Mrs. Porphyria, and Michelle of Mish Quilts mm -hmm. have been keeping a little busy with a new project you guys just launched called the Color of Connection Quilts, and that's launching in February, correct? Yeah, so I'll give you a little background. So yeah, Color of Connection Quilt is, as you said, Michelle at uh, Mish Quilts and Porphyria and Mrs. Porphyria. We basically came together and we wanted to, the goal for our connection and our vision would, was to create a more colorful connection within the modern quilting community. 
Um, as a result, we're going to be hosting our very first quilt along that will be in February of 2021. And our pattern color of connection quilt will um, launch the end of January in 2021. Um, so for us, it's really more than just a quilt along. It's a movement of colorful change throughout the joy of quilting. Um, our ultimate goal um, was to create our very own nonprofit. So we are in the process of um, doing that. There's a lot of background work that goes into that, but the paperwork is submitted. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> so we're just waiting on all that legal stuff that goes along with it, um, and which is the reason for pushing the date out some as far as the quilt along and the um, pattern release, because we really want it to, when we create the, when we do the quilt along, we want it to take the proceeds from the quilt, per the quilt pattern purchase and donate that to our nonprofit. So, um, which is why we push the date out some. And then the other issue or not issue, the other <laughs> big thing that we wanted to do is host quilting workshops um, in our respective cities. And then we would love to grow and be able to host those quilting workshops kind of all over the U.S. if possible. And so our target would be the vulnerable youth of colors, um, color. So we want to teach them to sew. Um, we also want to help foster relationships and meaningful connection, teaching self-efficacy and creativity all while coming together to quilt. So pretty excited. Noble about cause. It. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. That. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. We're super, super pumped. So I'm going to throw in a little shout out to Color of Connection Quilt. So if people want to follow us, we are on Instagram at Color of Connection Quilt, or you can um, go to our website. It's www.colorofconnectionquilt.com. There is a sign up for the quilt along that you can, um, that's linked there. And there's also a newsletter to sign up for as well. If you want to stay up to date with all things Color of Connection Quilt. I am awesome. adding myself to the email list. Yeah. Yeah. I already signed up. <laughs> and then there's also another spot if people want to partner um, with us. So any of those bigger companies um, out there, if, if you would like to partner with us, donate, sponsor, anything to that nature, there's also a um, place for to send in questions and things like that. So we're pretty excited. I can't wait. Can't, can't wait. <laughs> We're all really so excited. Cool. I'm like yeah. keeping a close eye out through Instagram because yes. you guys had recently set that up account. So yes, yes. yes. <laughs> We're super pumped. <laughs> so in addition to the Color of Connection Quilt Project, do you have any other quilting goals in the next, we'll say the next year? Yeah. Um, the biggest thing for me is I just want to expand my brand and further define who Collective Quilts is. Um, I do have a collaboration that I will just put that out there in the universe. So stay tuned for that um, with a pretty big company, um, well-known company, company in the sewing and quilting community. So stay tuned for that. I should be able to discuss details here shortly. <laughs> we'll keep an eye out for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's time to move on to our rapid fire quilty questions. All right. Are you ready, Kiana? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Uh, Anna, why don't you kick us off? All right. What's your favorite time of day to quilt? Anytime I have free. <laughs> Do you wear shoes while sewing? No, no shoes, no socks. Is it music, Netflix, podcasts, or the sound of silence while sewing? Netflix. Do you have a current favorite show on Netflix? Heartland. What is your favorite snack while quilting? 
lemon cookies. Any specific brand of lemon cookies? Archway. <laughs> um, what is your favorite traditional block? Log Cabin and Sawtooth Star. <laughs> I feel like that's that's the uh, crowd flame favorite. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Not Sunbonnet Sue. <laughs> no. Sunbonnet Sue does not, does not ever. Love. She does not ever make an appearance. <laughs> she did once. She did, but not as a favorite. No, as a joke. (laughs) (laughs) So poor Sue. (laughs) What's your favorite color? I don't have one. (laughs) Fair enough. Wrong answer. (laughs) (laughs) And then here comes Samantha with the buzzer. I have a buzzer. (laughs) You know, when I was a kid, I used to always say pink and red, but that is not really my favorite color. Fine, we'll allow it. <laughs> okay, so do you have a favorite Kona color then? I have one that I use all the time, and that would be Kona Snow and Kona Natural. Oh, I like the natural sort of texture. Solids or prints? Both. Who's your favorite fabric designer? I have more than one. Um, I like pretty much anything by Art Gallery, any of those designers. Um, Carolyn Friedlander, Anna Maria Horner. And Ruby Star Ladies. What is the last fabric you bought? Um, I bought a bundle of solids <laughs> for a <upcoming laughs> quilt test. <laughs> Do you have a favorite quilt shop? I don't, but I'll name a few. Um, I like Morgan at Morgan Kelly Quilts, um, Fabric Stork, Lamb and Loom, and a local quilt shop, so to speak. And how do you organize your fabrics? Is it by color, designer, size, prints? Solids. It's going to be, I'm in the process of, I know this is supposed to be one word, sorry. No, don't. (laughs) I'm currently in the process of reorganizing and I'm going to organize by color. Okay. Uh, Where do you store your scraps? In a big bin. Messy bin. (laughs) A messy scrap bin. (laughs) What sewing notion couldn't you live without? My seam ripper. What thread brand do you use the most? Arafil. What is your pressing preference? Whatever works best. HSTs, curves, or strip piecing? HSTs. Machine or hand quilt? I love the look of hand quilting, but (laughs) but (laughs) machine quilt all day long. (laughs) Machine or hand bind? Again, I love the look of hand binding, (laughs) but I don't have the patience of machine binding. What's your favorite part of the quilting process? Um, piecing the quilt together, watching my the blocks come together. What's one bad quilting habit you wish you could give up? Not always ironing my fabric before I piece. <gasps> <laughs> Guys! <laughs> I'm guilty of that. <laughs> I mean, it can be wrinkled. I'm going to cut it through it. <laughs> Pray for the best when I'm done. (laughs) Um, Who is your quilty BFF? Right now, I don't know. That's hard. I'll name one. Don't judge me, quilty friends. I'm going to name one person because I talk to her more than anybody else, and that would be Mindy at Wild Hill Quilting. (laughs) But I love all the rest of the people that I talk to. (laughs) (laughs) Who is your quilty crush? Can I name more than one? Yes. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. But um, no more than three. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> and then just like, keep it short. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, Anna Maria Horner. I love her use of color. Um, I'll just name that one for now. <laughs> Wait, now I want to know the other two. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, hey, I've got a secret, everyone. But I'm not telling you. <laughs> it's going to be like a bad guessing game. <laughs> it's so hard to pick. I don't know. I don't want to name anybody else. <laughs> all right, I will. Sorry. I hate those questions. They You've already questions. burned all your friendship bridges. <laughs> I know. None yeah. of my friends are ever going to talk to me again. <laughs> I only name one person. So what is your favorite recent make? So my favorite make that I have so far would be my West Hawk quilt by um, The Blanket Statement. How many quilts are in your whip pile right now? Three. And where do you store your whips? Um, in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> like a hanger I hang them up in the closet oh that's so organized like across a hanger <laughs> I wish I could do that like there is literally no room in my closet right now well I try not to have more than a few going at a time otherwise I I kind of have ADD I I get I can't keep it together <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed by how few whips you have going on right now yeah, yeah I was about to say I wish I had three as well I I try to only do, I try to complete everything that I do. So that way I don't have a lot of tops just sitting. And like I said, I send out a lot of my quilt tops, so I'm not really quilting them. So that is super helpful and why I can get things done a little bit faster. But other than that, I'm, yeah, I can't do like 10 projects. I will just, I don't know. It will drive me crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And do you have any other hobbies? No. I'm the wrangler of children. (laughs) (laughs) Now we've got just a couple more questions for you. Who are three accounts you think everyone should be following and why? Um, The first would be Erin at the Blanket Statement. Um, Erin's patterns are uh, just beautiful. They're very easy to follow. They're all beginner friendly. Um, The other Instagram account would be Color of Connection Quilts. (laughs) <laughs> I think everybody should follow our Instagram. Um, we ha- we're so excited and um, we're really just wanting to connect the quilting community um, from that standpoint. So I, I think everybody should follow us. Um, the last one would be, I don't know, guys, I, could, I told you, I don't like naming. <laughs> I don't like naming accounts. <laughs> You were so good at the rapid I fire question. I have to do one answer. It's like, you know what I mean? It's just a straightforward answer. I'm going to still, everyone's going to think I'm biased against her or for her, not against her. <laughs> Mindy at Wildfield Quilting. Um, I mean, along with her being my quilty BFF, I really do think that her care and attention that she um gives to your quilts when you send them to her is um, just something that is worth mentioning. Um, She really does take her time and treat each quote as her own. And she's just a really sweetheart and very fun person to work with. So before we sign off, do you have any fun projects on the horizon that you'd like to share with us? Um, Outside of our Color of Connection quilt, I'll plug that again. So it's www.colorofconnectionquilt.com or follow us at Instagram at Color of Connection Quilt. And then, like I said, I can't. I have one that's coming um, soon that I will be able to share with everyone. It's going to be with a well-known 
company in the sewing and quilting industry. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. Is that the block patterns you it mentioned? It will have something to do with that. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> Interconnected. <laughs> yes, that is part of that. <laughs> so we need to wrap up and we hope that you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to contact any of us, we can be found on our Instagram accounts. I'm at Broadcloth Studio. Wendy. I am the dot weekend quarter. Anna. I am at Wax and Wayne Studio. And Kiana. I'm at Collective Quilts. And also she's at the Color of Connection Quilts. Yes. <laughs> one, one more plug. <laughs> or you can go to our podcast account at quilt.buzz or our website quiltbuzzpodcast.com for our previous episodes and updates on upcoming guests. If you love what you heard, we hope that you'll give us a five-star rating, subscribe to the show on your podcast provider of choice, and tell your friends about us too. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. 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 Bye.